This episode of Mass Moon Presents is brought to you by Scaletrics. And we are rolling! Between the time when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the sons of Arius, there was an age undreamed of. And don't do this, mass movement destined to bear the jeweled crown of geekdom upon its troubled brow. It is we, mass movement's chroniclers, who alone can tell thee of its saga. Let us tell you of the days of geek adventure. Hello and welcome to uh, episode 48, which is near Tim's age. (laughs) (laughs) Almost there, almost there, stay on target, stay on target. Uh, Yeah, so this episode is um, brought to you by Scalatrix. We'll be talking about uh, some of their their newest product later, which is quite exciting. Uh, The 007 um, set, the micro Scalatrix set. Um, We'll be talking about uh, all the latest TV, because there's been tons of it. Tons of good TV. Tons, tons, tons. My God. Yeah, so it's Obi Wan, Kenobi, Stranger Things, The Boys. The boys. Uh, there's pistol. There's pistol, yeah, pistol. We'll be talking about uh, the new Doctor and what we think about him. Uh, and we also be talking about the Fifth Doctor, continuing our series. We'll be talking about the Bad Religion recent live shows in the UK, and we'll be deep diving Discharge. And on top of all that, we've also got an exclusive track from the new New Rikers album. <coughs> so. Uh, Lots of guests stuck in too, so uh, let's make a start, shall we, Tim? Yeah, why not, Chris? Yeah, so uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's the only place to start. Oh, wow. <laughs> how, good's that new, how good is this new series? It, it's, I mean, yeah, it's just incredible. It's everything I wanted it to be. So uh, as we speak, uh, we're four episodes in. Yeah. Let's go, let's go from the top. First episode was like, we found Obi-Wan sort of like in a, uh, you know, sort of living out a, a nothing existence on Tatooine. He's got a little job. And, uh, you know, he I was... like how you say like Obi Wan's working class job, right? <laughs> Obi Wan's working class gig is a nothing existence. It's, <laughs> you, it's, it's like you become a Tory overnight. No, he's doing he's doing what he needs to do to survive. survive it's like yeah. the rest of us, like just getting through each day. Like, it's just tedium beyond belief. And he's thieving from the man. He's yeah. a little bit of meat here, yeah. little bit of meat there, getting by, getting away from just the to man. feed uh, his pet. Yeah, but um, oh, it's, it's an awful sad place to find him, and then. Yeah, so you know, in contrast to that, there's the uh, the Inquisitors who are like looking for Obi Wan, mm-hmm. and uh, what do you think about uh, the Inquisitor? Oh, both of them. There's the Grand Inquisitor first. It's of all. pretty. It's it's a great setup, right? But for me, I'm not a fan of Little Leia, or, or it's like I didn't like Lannikin in, yeah, in yeah. Phantom Menace. Um, I mean, obviously, she'll grow me. She's a kick-ass character, and she's a great example for little girls, right? But my God, yeah, I'm yeah. a fifty-year-old man, so I've got no interest in like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. So, um. Yeah, by the time episode three kicked in, no, right? Oh my god, I was just like proper fanboy, and I yeah. like running around the room, taking all my clothes off, and just <laughs> oh, 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 I just start yeah. playing myself. Where's the gel? Where's the gel? Where's the gel? Where's the gel? The, the end of two, um, where he's so he comes to realize he knows that uh, Anakin is now alive, mm. and he just says that Anakin, and then yeah, it's just it, it switches, <sighs> yeah, he's in the battle tank, and it's like, <sighs> fuck. That was well, that was menacing. It's just just seeing Vader all chopped up and shit, like an all star, yeah. and then getting into his battle suit and just going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being a proper motherfucker in episode three. Oh my god! How bad that's the village scene, that, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like snapping necks and yeah, yeah. force choking people. Yeah, you know? yeah. Does Pimp Vader have to force choke a bitch? Yeah, baby. <laughs> you know, all the way through, it's amazing. And the, you know, we've seen the first of a confront. You know, the first of a. I'm assuming there's gonna be more confrontations with Obi Wan. But um, see, it's, I, it's not a case I, of wanting to kill him, was it? It was a no, he wanted to torture him. He's supposed to make him suffer. Yeah, yeah. Is, this is it goes. It's gone in a completely different direction to what I thought it was going. Okay, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has. Yeah, and it's just been yeah, absolutely. It's it's better than the book of Boba Fett. Is it as good as the Mandalorian? No, but it's better than the book of Boba Fett by yes. a long way. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's got its critics, haven't it? Sadly, has it? Yeah, I, see, I don't pay any attention. And it's got its bloody racist as well. 
Oh, mate, yeah. you know, All that, you what know, is the fucking yeah, point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw, well, as soon as she came on screen, right, I was about to grab the KY jelly because for me, that's just amazing. <laughs> so Moses Ingram we're talking about. Oh, yes. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's, um, yeah, she's really good. And I, I don't know why there's any... She's gorgeous and she can kick the shit out of me. Yeah. What more do I need tick, from tick. any woman? You know, just big ticks in all the boxes, like, yeah. you know? So, Moses, if you look, if you're looking to look after a dodgy old man in his old age and beat him with a big stick, look no further. Yeah. I need date. And uh, season two has been greenlit. Well. It has because of, because of the uh, the numbers that yeah. go on sky high. Yeah. So uh, Disney, Disney the biggest Disney, biggest Disney series. Biggest Disney series, biggest opening figure. Yeah, biggest, biggest, biggest premiere on, yeah, on premier, Disney yeah, Plus so yeah. far. So that's, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, get in there. Yeah. And to yeah. all the haters, yeah, we just want more Star Wars stories. Yeah. Fuck you all. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> you know, don't quit fucking money. We've got what we wanted. We've got Star Wars out the yeah. end yet. Okay? I'd rather it's have awesome. it than not have it. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not going to like some of the Star Wars stuff. I don't like the Bad Batch very much, but that's yeah. because I don't like the animation style. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. I mean, I would rather have as many Star Wars stories as they can give me than have no Star Wars stories whatsoever. We, yeah. we, I've lived through that Baron Patch, okay? Yeah. I went from 1985, when the Caravan of Courage, to... Just like cigarettes, alcohol, and lots of rudeness with this, this incredible old... woman. Yeah, and I ended up living with her in New York a bit afterwards. Wow. Just good old youthful energy. Oh, mate. She was amazing. <laughs> that was my 20th birthday. <laughs> You're only 50, you think, yeah. like that. Oh, on my 50th birthday. I'm not putting a denim skirt on. I'm going for curry. <laughs> Hi, this is Barney Veer from Napalm Death. And through my many years of association, you're listening to Mass Movement. Cool. So let's uh, move on. Stranger Things Season 4 has yes. been and gone. Well, actually, it's the first part. First, over, first seven it? episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and what are you saying about that? Oh, my God. This is awesome, isn't it? It's just, it's... It just continues to be... Look, they need to get... like There's one glaring storyline they need to just get rid of, right? And that is just like, have Will just go, you know, I'm gay for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Get I... over and done with, because we know what's happening. Poor bastard's haircut as well. That's changed since this first season. Oh, I know, yeah. You know, and now it just looks awful. Yeah. It just looks like, you mate, mate, you know, gee, it's making you look like a serial sex offender. You need to do something about it, man. What do you think of the, the, the big bad in this one, Vector? Awesome. Yeah. It explains everything really, really well. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, Eleven is the cause of everything. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, All the, the stuff coming from the upside down is all Eleven's fault. Yeah, she but she did it for the best of reasons, and, you know. And yeah. it, you know, at the end of the day, Matthew Matthew Modine is is the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I want to see him ripped in, into little pieces. I'm sure we will. And like. David Harbour just kicking ass in a Russian. Oh game. my what god! More, what more? Yeah. do you need? Like, you yeah, know? yeah. I really liked. Um, I forgot his name. The uh, the Russian pilot. The oh one, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Dmitry. Yeah, Ivan, Dimitri? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ivan, yeah, maybe Ivan. Anyway, yeah, uh, Yuri. Yuri. Yuri, yeah. Um. I thought he was fantastic. Well, you know, you know the prison guard with um, yeah, the, the David Harbour. moustache guy. Yeah, 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 you know what he's from, didn't you? Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, he, he was he, the um, the assassin. The change, the, the, change yeah, the, the, yeah, the invisible man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, it took me a while to realize. I, re- I was looking at him, going, "I know you. I know you. Yeah, I know you. I know your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know you. I know you. I know you. I know you. I know your face." Um, what do you think? You think um, Steve's going to die in this, or he's? If Steve dies, we riot. We riot. <laughs> Steve. Was the best thing about season three? Yeah. Steve? Yeah. Absolutely awesome. Joe Keery can do no wrong in my book. Yeah, right? yeah. Give that dude an Oscar. He needs a Star Wars franchise. Yeah. 
Okay. I love that scene where the general, like, he's on the boat and he, um, one of them got to dive down yeah. and he's, uh, they take his shirt off. Uh, he takes his shirt off and he was like, oh, when did Steve get so hairy? <laughs> and, uh, and they're all passing the binoculars. <laughs> See, I, I honestly think Joe Keery needs his own sort of Star Wars franchise or needs to be in the MCU. Yeah. Right? But who would, we, who would I cast Joe Keery as in the MCU? And that's, that's the problem. Who would we cast Joe Keery as in the MCU? Oh, God. I don't know. You got an idea? Oh my goodness. Um, there, there's got to be a place for him, hasn't there, somewhere? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to think. I mean, he's got those boyish good looks. So you know, I'd cast him as. Oh. You know, who I would cast Joe Kerry as Johnny Storm from Fantastic Four. Yeah, oh, that, that, that's a good. I'd go with that's, that. That's yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. I would cast yeah. Joe Kerry as Johnny yeah. Storm. That's yeah. a yeah. That'd be a good bit of casting. Man. I'd take that all day long. Because you know it would work as well. Because yeah. he's got that sort of roguish charm. Yeah, going yeah. on, You know, and he's not. He's not the world's best looking bloke, but he is a good looking bloke, even with his hair all screwed up. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, she, my daughter was going nuts, like, his hair is all wrong with his hair, but at least he's got his hair back there. <laughs> I preferred him in his little sailor hat, thank you very much. Right. What? Sailor Steve was awesome in season. Yeah, season. yeah. What do you think of the uh, the other newcomers? Um, so there's Eddie. Uh, yeah, I, li- I like Munson a lot, because yeah. he, because, you know, do you, you know who he reminds me of? Right? Oh. Eddie Munson is the heavy metal version of Toss, because that's exactly how Toss was. <laughs> And is still. He is Richard <laughs> Was Torres. and is. Yeah, he is. He's just Richard Torres, man. He's just he, Eddie Munson is Taz. Yeah. <laughs> but with like long hairs and the gothy yeah. flowing hair, man. I thought he was just gonna be a massive stereotype the first sort of first time you couple of times you see him, like Yeah, but he's more than a stereotype. You look and you think, oh you're just gonna be like some, yeah. like a metal stereotype. But he's not. He's he's yeah. imaginative, he's funny and he's charismatic. And again, it's like Taz, you know? Yeah. See I was I always thought Taz would end up being a cult leader. And I'd <laughs> I'd see him like one, he's not. I'd see him one day on the news and it'd be like, you know, on those like Jim Jones things. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. he didn't drink the Kool-Aid and he fucked off everyone's money to live in Colombia. Oh dear. Well, that's and exactly then, what he's, he's like. What's the uh, the stoner dude? Uh he looks like a young Rob Trillo. Oh the yeah. Do you really think he looks like Rob Trillo? Yeah. Do you think so? He got that no, long. He looks like a really fat version of Rob Trio, yeah, <laughs> you know, like 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 a chunky Rob. But he's great. Yeah, he's yeah. like you know. that's what that's what she called him, maybe chunky Rob. Yeah, he's a bit cheese and chong, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, chunky uh, Rob. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, it's a thumbs up from us, isn't it? Oh, so, oh Robert England. Robert England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. knew he was going to appear, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, it's just because it, it riffs on every sort of eighty stereotype. Totally. There is. Yeah, so, yeah. And you know, what's left to riff on? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. Let's get him in here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I say I always hated Nightmare on Elm Street anyway. Did you? Oh God, I can't stand the franchise. None of them. Oh, you did. Uh, I saw one in the cinema. Okay. Right? And I only went because I thought I was, you know. The the thing. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> He, he just smiled at me for everybody listening with that. I was going to have, I was going to have sex in the cinema sort of look. Well, not, 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 not full on, like. It wasn't, you know, we weren't playing wheelbarrow up and down the aisles, but, you know, that was near as damage. That wasn't Treco Bay Cinema, was it? No. Port Albert. Port Albert. Port Albert. Was it the plaza? Was it, I always used to go to Port Albert on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Because they used to show Star Wars, 50 pence, and, like, the kids... Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you go and see Star Wars 50 pence on the big screen in, in Port Talbot. Wow. Um, I must have seen it like six, seven times there. Well, yeah, if you're going back for that reason as well. Yeah, but no, I, you, you filthy bastard. I'm not I like fancy that. watching I'm Star not, Wars. How about you? I'm not like that. It's Saturday morning before you hang over watching Star Wars, isn't you? <laughs> yeah. 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 You right. You, you, don't go, you, don't, you, you don't go for the hours of your father until you go to see something crap like, you know, Nine Man Elm Street 3, The Dream Warrior. What the load of old pants. Yeah. So anyway, back to Stranger Things season four. Yeah, it's just it's it's awesome, and I can't wait to see what I was I was going to pan out. Well, you know it's going to pan out. Becca's going to die, or going to be wiped out. Yeah. And then season five is about them closing. You know. Yeah, yeah. The upside down, isn't it? Do you think uh, like it was at some point eleven something's going to happen to her, as in like you know she created it. It'll be like a you know bookend in it. She created this, so she has to stop it. But that'll sort of soak up all her powers. Yeah. Or she's too dangerous to be around, so she'll. Well, have to maybe it'll soak up all her powers, and she'll get some kind of normal life. You know. That'll be nice. Yeah. That'll also, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. You know, David yeah. Harbour finally gets to play wheelbarrow with Nona Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> wheelbarrow. Fuck you now. Come on. Yeah. Well, that's been. That's obviously going to happen at some point, isn't it? But um, well, yes, yeah. absolutely. It yeah. is like you know. Yeah. Hey, this is Sean Killian from Violence, and you are listening to Mass Movement. Let's move on to uh, something even more depraved, the, bo- <laughs> the Boys. Oh, that's right in my alley. Season three. Wow. How did that kick off? 
So I'm only two episodes in on this. I know you're you're four in. I mean, so you've seen the termite. Fucking hell! I've seen there. I I I I I couldn't believe what I was watching. Sneeze! I could not believe what I was watching. There was a bit of confusion first. Well, me and Louise were like, "Is that an asshole or is that his dick?" Like, because you just saw this big sort of thing, like you know, and him jumping inside. So obviously, it turns out to be his, his penis, and he's. Giving him a rub from the inside, <laughs> and then uh, sneezes, and, and he exploded. <laughs> wow! It was. I've got boys fashion though. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it, it, it's like, oh, it's just absolutely insane. And then he absolutely caught him in a bag of coke, and was like, yeah. just like bouncing him up and down in his bag of coke. Oh mate, I oh, it's fantastic. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Just... I haven't got to the point. I know that um, Jensen Ackles, uh, Soldier Boy. Yeah. Uh, turns up in it at some point, but yeah, I love Carl Urban as a butcher. He's he's just such a good character. Oh, butcher's just immense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but butcher when he gets to superpowers, and if you seen the bit where he goes looking for Soldier Boy, did you see that yet? No. So I'm up to where he's sort of dabbling. He's thinking about it. Um, right. Okay. So when you see when you see episode three, yeah, right, there's a there's an incredible scene that where butcher's playing around with his superpowers. Yeah. And um, poor old Sean Patrick Banner. Like. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh no. I'm gonna do that. But Soldier Boy, you know, w- w- as you watch it, becomes a real bell end. He's like, he's like, um, it's sort of like the Las Vegas, like Las Vegas version of Homelander. Oh, okay. I uh, yeah, he's just he's really, really cheesy. Yeah. And really, really, just awful. Right, I love Jensen Ackles. I mean, I love Supernatural. Yeah. Um, and this is by the guys who made Supernatural, isn't it? But, but home, yeah. But Homelander's yeah. getting worse and worse and worse, just more psychotic. Now, what I, how I reckon this season's gonna go. Yeah is there's going to be a showdown between Homelander and a certain other character. Okay. And it's going to come down to a massive slugathon, and both of them aren't going to make it out Yeah, 100%. Ho- Homelander, Anthony Starr, uh, Homelander. He's scary. Oh, he's terrifying. Yeah, he's got no emotions whatsoever. But, and well, he does, but that's the problem. He keeps him so hidden and so well repressed. Yeah, he does he about just, when it comes to his kid, but yeah. anything else is like... But he just switches them on and switches them yeah. off. And, you know, the way he tortures and messes around yeah. with the... Do you want to eat, like, eat oh. that girl? Um, she's on the building, and you know, she, he's like, oh, congratulations, you're my birthday save. Yeah. And then he he gets the news about Homefront. Yeah, he's just, just jump. Yeah, she's like, jump. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm not asking anymore. Uh, I'm not asking you to... to well, like, the final scene in season two, when he's floating over the city and he's whacking off. Yeah, he's just <laughs> over like, the city, yeah. You know, have it. Have, yeah, it, yeah. have, have this. <laughs> we all feel like that sometimes. Well, you have... <laughs> I mean, sometimes I feel like that every single day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Uh, I mean... I, I Where's that? Oh, he's on the roof wanking again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's in the window. <laughs> He'll be down in a minute. He'll be yeah. all right. He'll oh, be all right man. then for another few weeks. Oh. But, um, yeah, fantastic series, isn't it? So it's, good. Yeah, for my money, it's the best superhero series on TV next to Titans. Yeah, I think I've kind of forgotten how, it's, how good it was until I watched these two episodes. I was like, I just like, I, I guess I like, uh, shit dark. Yeah, yeah, Rather yeah. Rather than, you know, like, Chest thumping rhetoric. I mean, yeah. I like that. There's a good, there's a place for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love all the MCU series. Yeah, but I like when I like when I like want to get invested. In I like it to be dark. Yeah, dark, dark, dark. Because you know, at the end of the day, I'm a black-hearted bastard with no hope, with <laughs> no hope of redemption. <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm a black-hearted bastard with no hope of redemption. Well, yeah. You know, I like my tele- I like my television to reflect that. <laughs> Hi, this is Alex Webster from Cannibal Corpse, and you're listening to Mass Movements Presents. Tim, there's a new doctor. There's a new doctor. So there's two new doctors, or one old one, and there's a new one. Well, Tennant stepping in to sort of guide the new doctor in, yes? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I see, we don't know how far into the series this, this Tennant episode is going to be, or whether it's the opening episode, whether... Very much so, be. yeah. We don't know if she... Yeah. Is, is, is it going to be special? Gonna, is Jodie going to regenerate into Tennant, or is she going to go to straight to Nkuti? She's going to go straight to Nkuti. Where do you think... Tan's going to come into that then. Because it's going to be like, you've seen the two, you've seen the three doctors, you've seen the five doctors, you've seen the special. You think it's going to be like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I put it down to, um, I got a friend who's a wrestling fan. And right. They were like, he couldn't understand why you, why they were doing this. I said, it's it's like, when Roman Reigns wasn't getting over a few years back, for WrestleMania, they brought The Rock out yeah. to get, get him over. I said it's exactly the same thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know in shooting, in shooting, shooting, and it's shooting. It's shooting. I'm not sure. It's, how it's it's, so apologies. I'm pretty sure it's shooting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna be 
freaking oh, awesome. Oh, it's Shooty. Yeah, it says here. There's the pronunciation. Shooty Gaffer. I think he's going to be absolutely awesome in the role. Yeah. I do. I mean, I thought Jodie Whittaker was good. I just saw the writing letter down badly. And the excessive use of the word bam made me want to stab <laughs> yeah. all the writers yeah, in the face. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, I hate that word the best of times. It's like when people sign off on emails with yeah. like lol. <laughs> yeah. You know, you that like is, oh, of the fuck me. Language. I just want to <laughs> batter them to death with a hammer, right? It's like people using text speak. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to me, you don't. You have the full use of the English language. Use your thumb. You've got, you don't yeah. have to go, oh, forever. F- <laughs> Let's just yeah. die. Yeah, yeah, you know? I agree with that. I got a lot, yeah. lot, of, <laughs> a rofo. If you ever sign off an email with me saying rofo, right, or a text <laughs> message, you're never hearing from me again. It's that simple. <laughs> I'm never going to touch you again. Just, just not do, not happening. Yeah. It's like yeah, I will cut you up my life for good. Like. <laughs> so, have you seen um, Sex Education? No. Uh, when you shoot a so. I watched that when he was uh, announced as the new doctor. I, mm-hmm. I went back and watched that. It's fantastic, and he's so good. I mean, he's a standout performer. It's um, Gillian Anderson's in it, and it's right. about she's basically a sex therapist, and she's right. got a teenage son mm-hmm. who's goes to sc- who's in school, but he hears a lot of what the therapy she's doing. So he's actually very good at himself, and he takes that information to school. And he ends up being a sort of like uh, a backstreet sort of therapist. You, you, you do know, like you know, like. Yes, I, I, you know, I am a big fan of practitioner, but I am not like into <laughs> shows the word sex. Like, just don't do it for me <laughs> for some reason. Well, I it's all about getting in touch with your feelings and shit. And I am probably one of the most repressed people you will ever meet in your life. Yeah, but um, yeah. So he's in that shoot. He's in that, and um, yeah, it's fantastic. He's like a he plays a gay character. He's right. the he's the friend, the best friend of the the main character. And they sort of, um, there's three of them all together, and they, they put together their money to give sex therapy to teenagers of their, of their age. So the thing is, like, whenever I've seen him being interviewed, he's got this like, really mischievous grin. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you just think, dude, you are going to be perfect for the role. Mm-hmm. You're just going to slide straight into this. You've got the right grin, you've got the right attitude. You're yeah. cheeky as fuck, but there's a, like, there's a dark intelligence blazing behind your eyes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you are just absolutely the right core for the role. Yeah, yeah. You know? And again, the racism is coming well, through. Of course, it's, is it always, you know, you know always, always, always. Two, like, both brain cells of toxic fandom yeah. have to rub themselves together. Don't like women. Don't the, like uh... coloured people. No, no, no. Vote to Brexit. Yeah, you damned as all you pricks. I'd set the lot of you on fucking fire without a, hes- without a moment's hesitation. But beat you all to death, set you all on fire. Have you seen what they're calling it? I wouldn't even let Chris Wee on you to put it out. Have you seen what they're calling it? No. Dr. Woke. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know, innit? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it really is, yeah. I mean, some of these, we, we love the, these fandoms. We love Star Wars, Doctor Who, but... Yeah. God, in the last few years, they've shown their toxic side. No, but... So we love fan, <clears throat> the fans. We love fans. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We love fans. We love the shows. We love the people who positively interact with yeah. the things they enjoy, right? Yeah. If you're going to go on there and you're going to spout hate on anything, get the fuck out of my life. Yeah, I yeah. have no time for that nonsense. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Life is too short yeah. to, li- to deal with you dickheads. I don't like this. I don't like that. That's fair enough. Yeah. There's no need to go the fuck online and say it. If you've got something to say to somebody, if you've got something to say to Shooty, or you've got something to say to Jodie Whittaker, or you've got something to say to Russell T. Davis, shut the fuck up with your keyboard. You go and say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you get a thumping and a batter and you get the teeth banged out of the back of your head, tough shit. Yeah. Right? Because we grew up with a maxim, right? Talk shit, get hit. And if you don't, if yeah, you don't yeah. have the balls to say something to somebody's face, don't sit behind your little keyboard and bang it out on top. That's it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Because just fuck you. Yeah. So, um, so go shooting. Go shooting for sure. I am so happy about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, him is the choice of doctor. Very it's excited. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, he's going to be awesome. If you yeah, don't like awesome. it, you're going to lick my hairy old man clackers. Yep. Keep on watching the old doctor and just sort of live in the past. And it's like, because again, we want to see the doctor. We want to see more stories. Well, evolution, more stories. Yeah, yeah. Continuing the mythology. If, and again, like I say, if you don't like it, lick my hairy old man clackers. <laughs> clackers, I do love that. Hmm. <laughs> well, they do kind of clack together at the moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's stay on um, Doctor Who then, and let's, um, let's look at the fifth Doctor. The fifth Doctor, yeah. Peter Davison. Peter Davison, yeah, yeah. He's actually yeah. the, the um, he's the father-in-law of David Tennant. Yes. Which is a nice little sort of... Georgina Moffat's dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, what's your opinion on um, I like Peter, Peter Davison. Davison. I love Peter Davison um, as the Doctor. Yeah. I prefer him on audio to TV. Uh, oh, that's TV interesting. Shows. Um, there are some great Peter Davison stories, but again, I think it's the beginning of the end. Yeah. Um, because you come to the end of like Tom Baker's role, Tom Baker's tenure as the Doctor, and then yeah. you re- move into Peter Davison's ten- 
Then, and there are some great stories. Like the Visitation is, I still maintain, is one of the greatest Doctor Who stories ever made. The Visitation, the Great Fire of London. Yeah. Um, well, how the Great Fire of London really started. Earthshock is another brilliant Doctor Who story. This is all it's, three days, yeah? yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so this is all the audio. Yeah. No, no, no. This is this is on TV. Oh, okay. On the audio stuff, we just got a big finish. It's like any Peter Davison story. Start with spare parts because that is literally one of the greatest Doctor Who stories you'll ever hear. Well, I've been on. Um, I signed it to BritBox. Did you specifically because they got all the Doctor Who? Right. Um, so I've been making my way through the Davison ones. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I've got to be fair. I, I watched the uh, so the last what's the last one he's in is it the caves on Drazani yeah, yeah I enjoyed that one um, there was he's um I I, I like Perry I like uh, I really like Perry of course you do <laughs> I've had many and I don't like Perry <laughs> um, I've actually, I've actually time crash I like I've that actually one. interviewed Perry's husband um, or her, Perry's other half Nev Fountain the writer oh yeah 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 and I didn't want to say you know. Oh, I know Perry still looks like <laughs> Nicola Bryant. <laughs> Nicola Bryant, that's it. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. But she's she's she she's absolutely lovely in real life, apparently. Is she? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like never you bastard. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a big fan of the cricket elf either, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. I, I mean I like Nissa too, Sarah Sutton. It's that's the only thing about these this this era Doctor Who. It's like mm. do you know the 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 shirts with the, the question mark on the collar? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. that. That's all a bit sort of it's very eighties, very sort of dates it. But um, as stories go, they're they're pretty solid. I mean, Adric was kind of a weak character, and that's why yeah. they him off in Earthshock, I think. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. That was a bit of a shock. Like, I've never known Lisa, that. Sarah she's like the vicar's daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. She's all prim and proper, but then when the lights go down and the doors are closed, out come the whips, chains, and the dips, and you're just like, oh my <laughs> goodness. Yeah, Adric. Yeah, when he because he gets uh, he sacrifices himself basically, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that was a, that was a pretty good episode. And uh, well, it was Matthew Waterhouse. Matthew Waterhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's written a book, Blue Boy, Blue Box Boy. So anyway, there's another oh, biography of Matthew Waterhouse. It's really worth reading. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, he's cool. a great writer, Matthew Waterhouse. Um, I, I would argue that he's a better writer than he is an actor. <laughs> um, I don't know whether Matthew would agree, but you know. I think I think that's yeah, it's Blue Box Boy, yeah, yeah, Blue Box Boy, yeah. Um, it's a really good book, definitely worth reading. If you try to copy down, yeah, do it, read it. Is that good, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but he's he's got he's just got a way with words. He's he's, he's a great writer. Awesome, better writer than actor. And yeah. like I said, you know, well, he hadn't done much since, did he? I mean, so well, no, because he went off and did. I think he was in the antiques business for a while. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, you know, I well, that got the way. It's it's like a Mister Antiquan sandwich. Yeah. And then, and then Perry can come <laughs> along later. <laughs> okay, cool. So um, <laughs> that's the fifth doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a nutshell, no. Yeah. Seriously, if you want to listen to the fifth, if you want to experience the fifth doctor, you should be experienced. Yeah. Big finish. All the fifth doctor adventures on Big Finish. Okay. All right. And I would, I would recommend anybody yeah. taking out a subscription to Big Finish's monthly range of Doctor Who stories. Okay. Because they alternate. Right. So yeah, it's like you get to, you subscribe for twelve releases a year, and you'll get uh, fifth. Sixth, seventh, and eighth Doctor stories. Okay. Along the line. That's on Big Finish. Big Finish, yeah. So go along www.bigfinish.com, subscribe to the Doctor Who range, and you'll get some of the best Doctor Who stories you That's ever, That's for the ever, audio. You know. And then if, you wanna, if you're looking to go back and watch the... Uh, Fifth Doctor Adventures. Fifth Doctor, yeah, go to BritBox. Subscribe to BritBox. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They do some offers. I've had it. I had it. Pretty cheap for uh, first month. They do some offers. Yeah. Five and a hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, go check out the uh, fifth doctor <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I drove to bad religion. I didn't get off the fucking hand. <laughs> this is Roger from Agnostic Front. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. Right. Uh, more TV. More TV. So much good stuff. Pistol. Pistol, oh, mate. So on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, I thought I was going to hate it. Yeah, I'm still. Hmm, I'm not sure. I don't hate it. I don't. Right. Lo- I, so, I like it. It's okay. bits that bits that bother me. I think. All right. That's so we go with it. All right. My thing about it was I saw the trailer. Right? Okay. Um, and there was the, the, the only clip they showed the dude playing Johnny Rotten was it Anson Brown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was him going, "Come and see us. We're awful." Right. And yeah, I was yeah. Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's just going to be a, jo- a terrible Johnny Rotten yeah, character. Yeah. 
But the minute he starts kicking in and really performing, yeah. he becomes the best character in the whole thing. He does, yeah. He is just, he's, he's remarkable. I also like um, the guy who plays Martha McLaren. Oh, uh, Thomas um, Brody Sangster. Yeah, Newt yeah. from Maze Runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, th- I thought he was But brilliant. he got Martha McLaren's persona down yes, perfectly. And, yeah. you know, because Martha McLaren was cunt. <laughs> I used to see what I, I, I will absolutely stand by that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everything he brought to the Sex Pistols, he ripped off from the New York Dolls anyway. Yeah. The time he spent in New York. Yeah. Because right? contrary to popular belief, boys and girls, punk rock is not a British thing. It's no. an American thing. He was born in New York, Max's Kansas City, and CBGBs. The the bands, the Ramones, New York Dolls, Dead Boys, Television, Suicide. Yeah. They invented punk rock, and if you don't like it, well. Lick my hairy old man. Gonna fuckers. fucking have you, son. Yeah. You stab me as much as you want, you prince. And my misery sooner. <laughs> yeah, I like it that, that um, Johnny Rotten doesn't like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the real, you know. Yeah, because uh, I would argue, right? Yeah. Anson Brown. Is it Anson Brown? Anson Boone. Anson Boone, yeah, yeah. Boone, yeah, yeah. Right? Is a better, is better at being Johnny Rotten than John Lydon ever was. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He yeah. really is. He's yeah. just perfect in the role. Yeah. And, you know, he... He has a vulnerability that you never see from John Lydon and Johnny Rotten. Yeah, yeah. He, he has that sort of, you're on the cusp of manhood, so you're, you're a teenager yeah. coming into adulthood, and you know that, you know, you're right in your head, but you you also know that the world is going to be against you. And he has that vulnerability and that sort of sense of, oh, my God, you know, how am I going to cope with this? How am I going to cope with that? What yeah. I don't like about the series is the fact they focus more on Nazi Sponge than they do on Sid Vicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, which... Uh, and the guy playing Sid Vicious was just like, well, could have been anybody. Yeah, he's not particularly standout, is no, he? Um, absolutely not. I mean, he, he does an all right job. But, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's like I said, Malcolm McLaren and Johnny Rock. They've taken liberties, obviously, with the source material. Because yeah, yeah. it's, it's for TV. And there's yeah. bits where you go, well, this is wrong because I happen to know that all this is, blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah, blah. And that's what, like, you know, the, the family said to me, like, if we're going to sit down and watch this and you're going to be, well, that's wrong, and take your little notebook out and start fucking giving us a history lesson. Yeah, yeah, right? punk history. Yeah, yeah, then we're going to, we're just going to start watching it. And I'm like, <laughs> right ho, let's just watch it for enjoyment then. And Johnny Rotten, yeah, they do play him. It's just, he's just, he's still the show. It's almost like, yeah, when he becomes Johnny Rotten, it's like, that's a persona he can, like, yeah, he can, he can run away with. Yeah, absolutely. And then John Lydon is the guy who hides behind that then. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's the way John Lynn's always been. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, there's a vulnerability and a weakness, but he's never going to show it. Yeah. Anson Boone gets a chance to show that weakness and show that vulnerability and show the more human side of it. Yeah. Because right? you know, because you know, when Sid Vicious died, they must have killed John Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. Yeah. Because he was his best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And then, and you get to see that. You get to see how it affected him. You get to see like, I just fuck this shit. I don't need it. You know, I don't yeah. need this. You I know? mean, as as um sort of uh, bio- biopic skill it's like mm. it's amazing Danny Boyle does an awesome job with it yeah. as he does with most stuff you know um, it's just, it's lovely to watch as well isn't it because it's sort of it's on the backdrop of like Thatcher coming into power and uh, well, Thatcher's Britain it's and... the way it's shot yeah it's shot it's not shot in widescreen it's shot in uh, it's shot it's not shot on digital it's shot like on film so oh, it okay. looks like it's from the 70s from... sorry I didn't even realise that yeah watch it if you watch it in widescreen big screen TV you yeah you're gonna have the sides cut off because it's because it's oh okay yeah. yeah but that's 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 Danny Boyle style yeah but that's it, it giving it, it authentic, it's, yeah. authenticity like yeah yeah, yeah sure the period piece it makes it look more authentic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I don't know why why like, like when did Tallulah Riley get so old that she starts playing like Vivian Westwood yeah you know? so where was she from Tallulah Riley what about Centrinians first two Centrinians films Centrinians yes. and Centrinians yeah that's right yeah 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 you know I think she got like she was uh, married to what's his face. Um, Dr. Evil, Elon Musk. She really? Yeah. Wow. Mega bucks, like. I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Well, she's richer than Creases because, you know, she had to put up with Dr. Evil. Bouncing <laughs> on top of her, didn't she? Poor girl. Yeah. You know, anybody does mega millions for that, like, you know. And what's her name? Uh, Macy Williams uh, pops up in it, isn't oh, yeah. From Gordon. Uh, As Jordan. G- jo- yeah. As Jordan from Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah. yeah. As Gordon. Although, from- <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah. I did not need to see Macy Williams kind of topless. <laughs> Yeah, because like you it's know. still a bit unnerving, isn't it? Because you, she's like she's a child, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want you to. See that. Yeah. I mean, I know she's like a grown woman and all that, but to me, she's a child. Yeah, yeah, little... yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 no. Well, she, you know, yeah, she's twenty five now, but we've been well, we've seen her on screen since she was about thirteen. Yeah, so it's like, all... no, that's wrong. That's yeah, wrong. yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. It it's makes it wrong. makes me hideous. Uncomfortable thoughts of seeing any woman under the age of forty yeah. naked these days. It really does. <laughs> 
I remember when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Billy from Biohazard Power Flow and Billy Bio. You're listening to Mass Movement Presents. Peace. Okay, cool. So we uh, let's have a trap then, yeah? Okay, who's got who's got next? So uh staying with the uh the German guys, this is a band called uh Dagger Threat. The album's called Welter Schmerz and uh this is called Cynic. <laughs> Was Cynic by Dagger Threat. The album's called Welter Schmerz. Schmerz. Uh, you can go and buy that now. Yeah, Welter Schmerz. There's, Welt no, Welt there's no W in German, mate. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's a V. I have no fucking problems with English, mate. Yeah, well, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this show has been uh, sponsored by Scale Electrics uh, for a very good reason. They've kindly sent us this awesome set. Uh, <laughs> so it's Micro Scale Electrics. It's the, the 007 set. And uh, it's. Takes it's, me all the way back to 1985. Absolutely, I, as we say, as the kids say, the tits. Oh, it really it's is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so it's like two Aston Martins, classic um, DB5 yep. from 64, 65, yep. and the and Aston Martin Vantage V8. Yep, and you get to hammer those on the track. Uh, nine different layouts on the track. So uh, 
You can be as like stunty as you want. You can go like is is a loop the loop. You can do jumps. You can do bridges. It gives me the opportunity, right? To jump on Aston Martin. It's yeah. something I would never be able to do in my life because I'm never going to be able to afford to drive an Aston Martin ten miles down the road. I yeah. don't fucking own one, right? And this gives me a chance to jump on Aston Martin. Plus, it fulfills all of your James Bond fancy. Yeah, oh, you could really pretend does. to be James Bond. Yeah, playing. Oh, just drive around the track, being pursued by being pursued by <gasps> James Bond. So you could you can pretend to be right, Daniel Craig being pursued by Timothy Dalton. Yeah, and right? that's good Which for me. Which one's the better Bond? Da 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 I like Dalton, but I prefer Craig. Okay. Da 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 I mean, the detail on the cars it's is, just, is, it's uh, just it's awesome. So it's a micro set, but I mean... No, the, the cars are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, they they are. really are. Yeah. Absolutely, the, the, yeah. The, the, the track layouts are immense. And when you get to jump these, these cars... I, see, I don't really, I don't understand how we could jump these cars and they could still stay on the track when we're jumping them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, like, normally, if you jump the car, you just crash off and then... Oh, crash. Well, I mean, scale electrics over the years have just got better and better. I mean, there was a time when, you know, they were sort of in the 70s and 80s. It was... Uh, there was less control over the car, so there was more chance of the car well, yeah, coming off. Yeah, stock car racing. So, I mean, my first scale electric set was uh, the Mini Cooper set. Oh, okay, it was yeah, like yeah, the red yeah. and yellow Mini Cooper. That's the only scale electric set I've ever had. Right. And it was, you know, I always used to just, like, they'd go off at every hip and yeah, yeah, yeah. every bang turn, bang, they'd go shooting off because you, you don't know how to ease off on the controller. Yeah. Right? But now, micro scale electric, because this Bond set, it's easy enough to control the cars going yeah. on and you know you you get to practice and with the different track layouts it just makes it work it's not, it's not just a case of hammering it's not just you know pull the the, the, the trigger and hammering around there is a skill to it you have to and you so, get to pretend to be james yeah, bond there's booby traps there's booby traps yeah. too did i tell you no tell me about the booby traps so there's booby traps so at, at any cho- chosen point on the track you can mess with your opponent uh, yeah yeah you've got like a, a booby trap you can use um, which messes up the sort of you know the race. Um, got a lap counter as well, so it's it's a race basically. It's a race to the finish. Yeah. yeah. So you get you can pretend to be Timothy Dalton pursuing Daniel Craig, or Timothy Dalton pursuing Sean Connery. Yes. Right. Um, it's, it's and you know what it's what it's what fifty five quid I think. So, I think it's about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know you know it's it's proper it's grown up money, right? Yeah. But it's better to spend money like this on toys like this and get a, get a motorcycle and kill yourself yeah for sure you know yeah yeah buy toys like scale like the micro scale sponsor yeah you get it on amazon it's like 55 quid if you don't buy it you, you, you're nuts and it's not it's, there's nine different layouts in the box it's not like there's um you, you need extras for this this is all in one it's all in it's nine different layouts there's loop the loops Bridges, jumps. It's uh, everything you need. Absolutely track, everything so, you need. You don't yeah. need to buy another scale electric set. All you, you need is this set. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. So hit Amazon. Hit Amazon. Amazon.co.uk. Yeah. Amazon.com. Anywhere else, and just look at Micro Scale Electrics 007, and it's the two Aston Martin set. Yeah. And you need it in your life. You really do. Yeah. It's that good. Yeah. Especially about your our age, and you want to relive your youth. Relive my youth. I, I could still be James Bond. I bet yeah. you. Yeah. I could. You totally could. In my dreams. Yeah. yeah. You if totally my knees actually work. Honestly. <laughs> I could certainly drive Aston Martin like that. Well, I could rag one and then get pursued by the police and end up in a fiery... <laughs> and that's, that's another thing. You, if I had this set, I wouldn't have to lose my license driving Aston Martin. There you go. <laughs> I, get to, I get to live my fantasy. Perfect. So, yeah, that's the... Go that's check the, that out. Electrics, micro, it's yeah. microscale electrics, 007, dual Aston Martin set. It's perfect. Droogies, boozes, trumpets and losers. Don't touch the fucking vertical, don't touch the fucking horizontal, because that's television. This is the Mass Movement Podcast. Take care, rock hard, rock heavy, rock animal, and may your children be born with hair. Tim, let's, uh, let's take a deep dive on a band, shall we? Shall we now? Yeah, this uh, it's Discharge is turning this time. Discharge? Yeah. So, um, I mean, their influence crosses over from hardcore and punk, doesn't it? It does. So it was in the metal, I mean... Uh, you know, Anthrax, Machine Head, Metallica, all taking uh, influence from these guys. Where do, where do you uh, start with them? Where did I start with them? What do you mean, the first time I heard them? First time you heard them, yeah. Um, so, there was two punks in Fourth Ball. Yeah. Urch right? um, and Dino's little brother. I'm trying to remember what his name was. Anyway, they used to go around their tight leather pants and they used to carry around big stereo. Yeah. Big glass. And they were like a, a year younger than me or something. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And they were thick as pig shit, right? <laughs> Absolutely thick as pig shit. Right? Yeah. Um, Pixie's the only man I've ever seen fight Dynamo. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Dan- Dynamo got really pissed off. Yeah. Pixie was laughing at him when Dynamo punched him. 
Because <laughs> like even though like pictures like mega chill and mega zen, yeah, 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 completely. He used to be a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight up. And um, and they, so these two walk on this stereo, and they start. They were playing Discharge's "Fight Back" EP. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how I first heard Discharge. This, you know, I had to talk to these two imbeciles. <laughs> yeah, because they oh, the proper glueheads. Um, because Brian Urch ran for UKIP years later, and I'm thinking, really? how the fuck can you go from being like? a punk rocker to becoming like a UK representative the two things aren't have nothing in common yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Steve <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I first did Discharge yeah so I got the Fight Back EP borrowed it off somebody uh, I think I just played played it continually and racked the shit out of it but at the time Discharge was signed to Clay yeah and Clay would do like every 12 months they'd do like a, a, a Discharge Greatest Hits thing and they did this um, gatefold album of everything you need by discharge so I like all the stuff for fight back EP yeah. and tracks like State Violence State Control on there you know I Ain't No Feeble Bastard which is possibly nice. my famous favourite discharge track yeah 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 and this is all before they went you know disappeared at their own arse and became um, the Grave New World lineup, which is just like the worst thing I've ever heard in my life so that's the yeah it was a sort of a bit of a sell can you call it a sellout more yeah, accessible. Be called a, absolutely, call a <laughs> completely. Carl went from yeah, singing. Uh, God, don't I mean, need that. I mean, by this time, Bones and Tez have gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, Bones form because there's a, you know Bones form Broken Bones. Yeah, right. Do you know where the name Broken Bones comes from? No, it's from a sounds feature. Right, when Bones leaves Discharge, yeah, sounds published a feature that just said Broken Bones. Right. right, okay. So he took that name, which is New Band, and Broken Bones in my... We'll, we'll talk about Broken Bones again in another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Broken Bones in my brain, in my head, like that, that first seven or eight years of Broken Bones yeah. are as good as Discharge, if not better. Wow, okay. All right. But yeah, so my first for Discharge, I think it was 15, 16 when I first heard them. 15. So... 15. <clears throat> Yeah, so that was what was it? Hear nothing, see nothing, say nothing. Oh, no, sorry. No, the the fight back EP. Fight back and then yeah. I, you know, I got onto Hear and See... Hear nothing, see nothing, say nothing. But around um, that time, you would have been, it would have been Grave New World time, wouldn't it? So that yeah, been, so I that must have so, been a disappointment so for you. Disappointing isn't even the word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. It's, so you hear this EP and you're like, fuck, is it good? Yeah. It's what like, they got up now and it's like, Grave New World. It's like finding out your girlfriend's cheating on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it's just yeah, terrible. Yeah. Especially, like, it's like, yeah, it's like finding out your first girlfriend's cheating on you. Damn. Yeah, which I did. <laughs> I mean, they're still going now. They, they played uh, Newport on uh, the uh, Repent Fest recently. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to CHF Promotions, um, yeah, and they, they fucking they slayed it, like you know they. Got, they've uh, got they've got their own, they've got their old spirit and their old fight back. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they've returned to the discharge pre Grave New World. That's like let's forget yeah. about Grave New World. I mean, discharge been back for for a while. They've been around for like, yeah, yeah, been yeah, back for twenty odd years. Um, but yeah, so that's where I go back. I, I mean, I love discharge. I like that early stuff. Yeah, you know, I, I'm happy to listen to it, but. I've never understood the, the sort of cult that surrounds them, like sort of DB cult. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they became their own thing, like a massive entity in its own right. And I, I don't get that. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like Daryl, who we played ATOT with, and yeah. is in positive, not positive, he's in system, system reset. System yeah, yeah. reset. Um, he loves all that DB stuff. Yeah. You know, he lives for DB. I, I don't, it's okay. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't really do anything for me. I mean, if like, you listen to DB, just listen to Discharge. I think it's Sweden, isn't it? There are a lot of, um, yeah. a lot of DB bands from yeah. Sweden, don't they? And uh, I think that's what a lot of that they're all into. Um, yeah, so I blame Amoebics and Discharge. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah. So where do you stand with... Um... So, yeah, I was kind of late coming into Discharge. Um, Mid-90s. Yeah. I kind of wrote all that stuff. It's like cross-punk bollocks. Like, and then I, 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 heard, I actually heard Disgust. Remember the band discussed? Yeah. I heard them first, and it was like, fuck, I enjoyed that. And then it was uh, their influences, obviously. And this is how this sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're always aware of the Metallica covers, and I think they found Death covered a song. Yeah. uh, Well, everybody's covered Discharge in the time, because Discharge is an incredibly influential band. It's like there was nothing, you know, there was punk rock, and then all of a sudden there's Discharge. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, nothing you've heard before. Yeah, yeah. And arguably, people say, well, it's because they can't play. Fuck that! That's that's the sound of raw aggression. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is pure, unadulterated fury, anger, and energy being yeah. stuck onto the grooves of a record, and that's why Discharge rule. That's why the Fight Back EP will always be my favorite Discharge record. Because that's okay. them just going, eh, middle finger. <laughs> Got a top track? 
My favourite Discharge track isn't, well, there's two. Ain't a Feeble Bastard and State yeah. Violence and State Control. Okay. They're my two favourite Discharge songs. I'd go Protest Survive and uh, Nightmare Continues. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know why. Just love the Nightmare Continues. I, I love that. It, it, yeah, I, I must... Nightmare Continues is like, then, in my brain, it's like them going all hippie. Because it's just like, <laughs> oh, it just drags on. Nightmare like, Continues. Punch me in the face and just be done with it. Like, you know, Ain't No Feeble Bastard, State Violence, State Control. Yeah. Which... It's essentially a pop song done discharge style. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. This is the good Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then the people bass, that bass line kicking in, that's pure anger. We're, we're yeah. barely coming in that. It's just... For yes, sure. give me that every day of the week. That's what they did, that sort of low end, didn't they? They brought it like a, almost like a... Not, maybe like a death... I mean, it was a precursor to death metal, but... It was a low end to it, wasn't it? it was, yeah, I mean, it was I, punk with a low end. Yeah. And nobody was doing that before. Heavy ass punk rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. just done really nasty. And yeah. Turned all the way down. I mean, I love Discharge, but, you know, I, I'm just a Broken Bones fan. Broken Bones to the heart. Well, we've we got two Broken Bones again. Well, we, we do Broken Bones again. Sure. And I'll speak to Audie, see if we can get Audie on, actually. That'd be nice. Yeah. Because cool. I know Paul really well. Do you? And he's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Paul's awesome. Bang, we'll do that. Hi, this is H from Acid Rain, and you are listening to the Mass Movement Podcast. Good idea, that. I heartily endorse this podcast. Let's um, the Stone Punk then, and uh, we were... Uh, we went to see Bad Religion. We went to we Bad Religion. Go, we, we popped Mrs. Cherry. Yeah, so, <laughs> we popped Mrs. <laughs> Little Cherry. I can't say I was ever a massive fan of Bad Religion. I, I've enjoyed this stuff. I've never, unlike, unlike me, who thinks they're the, the greatest band to have ever well, emerged. I was obviously uh-huh. not... Uh, I didn't realise how good they were live. <laughs> um, their songs has given a, a new sort of uh, ep- a new sort of um, power. Yeah, it's just a diff- yeah power. I can't think of the word, but spontaneity. <clears throat> yeah, just an urgency. Urgency, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just I couldn't stop egg banging the whole fucking thing. Like you know, it was just sort of yeah, this is badass. Like you know, yeah. it was every song. Um, well, if you include the decade shows, yeah, which is lockdown, the all eight of the decade shows, yeah. That was the 39th time I've seen this band. Fuck. <laughs> and I'm, and I, well, I can't get bored of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they just hit the stage, they just fucking go. Yeah. I've interviewed every member of the band <clears throat> one time or another, apart from now, Jamie Miller and Mike Timpich. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know? But Greg Graffin, I always thought, good vocalist. Yeah. But not much of a frontman. Uh, from, he's charismatic. It's graphic. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm mm. one of the videos I've seen because I've yeah, never yeah. seen him live. So, yeah, he really is. Yeah, he's sort of he's engaging with the crowd. He's sort of like he's fucking around with his band, like you know, like what song are you playing or all yeah. stuff. You know, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, he's got a really dry, dark sense of humour as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You realise, yeah, yeah. And Jake Bentley, Jake Bentley is one of the greatest people on the face of the planet because yeah. Jake Bentley just bounces around. He looks like every. Every second he's up there, he looks like he's having the time of his life. Yeah, yeah. He is, he's completely genuine with it. You know, he's yeah. just, you know, thank you. If, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. We know this. Yeah. Thank you just for letting us come back and do this. Keep doing this. And well, he's he said on stage, isn't he, uh, after yeah. the show, uh, a couple, for a couple of minutes, and he was just like, thank you to everyone. Thank you to that guy. Thank you to this guy. Yeah. Thank you to that guy. But, you know, when, it's like when you interview the dude, right? Yeah. First time you interview him, it's like, have beer. Yeah. Drink beer with Jay. I mean, I know he doesn't drink anymore. Right? Yeah. And this is back when, you know, but. He is just one of the most genuine people you ever meet. And he wants to engage with everybody, talk to everybody, talk about the band and play. And, you know, it was, I think that show was a good one to pop your cherry with. Yeah. It was a good set. Yeah, yeah. You enjoyed it. I think you were kind of surprised by it. Yeah. Um, incredible set. It was like uh, they kicked off with uh, Generator, Generator, Raspberry Hate, New Dark Ages, Epiphany, punk rock song. I mean, that's a that's a, a lineup, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could have done that Los Angeles Burn because I don't really like that track. Yeah. But they played Slumber, which I really appreciate because that's one of my favourite tracks of Strange and the Fiction. Okay, yeah. You know? And then, obviously, you know, the mid-set was sort of We're Only Gonna Die, which... Yeah, but they, they also did The Department of False Hope, which is one yeah. of the greatest songs. Yeah, that was a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Department yeah. of False yeah. Hope is, is just one of my, like, latter period bad, yeah. bad religion songs. It's just perfect. The lyrics are perfect. The melodies are perfect. There's just nothing. Yeah. You can't say anything bad about that song. It's just. And then and the last sort of uh, five songs Infected, Sorrow, sorry, six songs Infected, Sorrow, I Want to Conquer the World, 21st Century Digital Boy, American Jesus, Fuck Armageddon, This is Hell. Yeah. That's, that's a classic. Punk cooking. Life is such a fucking curse. Yeah. Fuck Armageddon, <laughs> This is Hell. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And then it was, uh, yeah, I think. I mean, they're all. What do they know? They must be in their 60s, eh? No, 50s. The 50s, is it? Yeah. Okay. So. Bad Religion formed in 1980 when 
Yeah, and I mean, Grafton's like 15, so yeah. he's seven years older than me. So yeah, yeah. I was watching some old footage so, recently, actually. You can, find, you can see old footage from 1881. Yeah. So I mean, Grafton's, Grafton's like six, seven years older than me. Seven years older than me, I think. Oh, okay. um, and Jake Bentley's two years older than him, maybe yeah. a year older than him, so he's like 58, 59. Yeah. So none of them are quite touching six. Maybe Brian Baker. Okay, yeah. Like 60 mark. That's yeah, yeah. It. yeah. Um, so there's a good 10 years left in him. Or if, you know, if in Charlie Harper's case, there's a good 30 years left in him. Because he's like a million years old. So, yeah, you, like, you can still support it, didn't you? Oh, my uh, they, were, they were good. I enjoyed them. But, yeah, Charlie Harper, man. How was he still going? Well, I, when I... It's to be commended, really. I like 20 years ago, and he's like 60-something then. So I tried to imagine how old Charlie Harper is. Now. He's going to be in his 80s. Wow, um, yeah. I mean... Still, we're still doing it though. Yeah, 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 still doing it. Just about like <laughs> Charlie this way in the stage, eh? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. So, bad religion, religion then. Yeah, bad religion. Would you go again? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah give absolutely. us a great venue too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Every time now. Good. Um, because we will be going. Because I, I, we will be going again. Yeah, because you, you know, it's a, like an annual the, pilgrimage. The first, yeah, I was there for the first UK show. Yeah, I'll be there for their fucking last UK yeah. show. So you know, it's either I die first or the band split up. <laughs> either way. <laughs> for them, for me, it will be my last UK bad religion show. They've never played Wales, though. No, they were going to. Yeah, yeah, you were talking about this, didn't you? Yeah, back in the that, yeah, Simon was offered bad religion. Was this early nineties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember talking about it with him, and you know, um, in TJ's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I think about well, that. That would have went off. I, well, I, I think the reason he didn't do it was he needed a bigger venue than TJ's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And at the time, there was the. Bigger venue you could got was possibly the Riverside Suite. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. bought Center, which I know is used before, but they're a pain in the ass to deal with. Yeah, um, yeah. And then there was the NCLA, but I don't, I'm not even sure if the NCLA was open when he was offered them. No, I think that came later than the NCLA yeah, yeah. as a venue. Um, so that would have been it. So that's, I think that's why Simon didn't do them. That's a cheap, sweaty, fun yeah. show. But yeah. So no, by religion, there's always Wales. I, I don't care where they play. <laughs> I, I've frequently gone to London to see them play. I've seen yeah. them play in Wolverhampton. Well, that, I mean, the venue Nottingham. we saw them, the Marble Factory yeah. in Bristol, was it was perfect, to be fair. Yeah, well, I've seen Bristol, Wolverhampton, Nottingham, London. Yeah. Yeah. All of, and, all, and on the internet with those decade shows. Of course, yeah, so, yeah. 39 bad religion shows now, and counting. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, so they're well worth anybody's money. I, enough, it's so. not sad. It's fucking, it's, it's <laughs> called devotion. It's called being a fan. Yes. It's called acknowledging the bad religion are... Oh, the greatest band in the world. End of story. Full stop. That's it. Ta-ta. Hello, everybody. This is Igor Cavalera from Peprick, Cavalera Conspiracy, and you guys are listening to Mass Movement Podcast. Right, so a uh, track. Um, this is from the new Rikers album. Oof. It's uh, it's not out yet. It's going to be called Ours Was a Noble Cause. Uh, this is the Russell Rikers, basically, he's remembering from the 90s, badass band, sort of the Headed up the German sort of yeah they are they are things. Possibly, quite yeah. possibly one of the greatest German hardcore bands yep. of all time. They got um, Kid D back on vocals now because yeah. he'd left for a, for a long time. Um, so yeah, this is their new track and it's called uh, "When the Dam Is Broken." This is Rikers. I'm so tired of what I see.
that was Rikers with When the Dam Has Broken. Uh, the new album is out soon. It's called Ours Was a Noble Cause. And you should probably go and check it out as soon as it comes out. Of course you should. Yeah. It's Rikers. Right, same movie shouting out. Uh, Scalelectrics. Scalelectrics. Scalelectrics for sponsoring this episode and sending us cars to play with. And allowing us to be 007. <laughs> yeah, allowing us to put our James Bond fantasies for a couple of hours <laughs> in our middle age. Uh, shout out to Bad Religion for popping Chris's cherry. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Engineer Records. As oh, ever. For, yeah. And shout out to the boys because that is oh, awesome. The boys, yeah. <laughs> Exploding penises. And shout out to Anson Boone for being a better Johnny Rotten than John Lid never was. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not note. Ah, uh, ta ta. Movement presents. Movement presents.